welcome into another episode of Inside the Nest as we continue our coverage of Kennesaw State's preseason camp leading up to the 2021 season. I'm Nolan Alexander, voice of the Owls, joined by the OGs, Brandon Sutton, Barkley Miller, and the JG, Jordan Griffith. Guys, uh, leading in, we've had another tragic loss this summer to Kennesaw State football with alumnus Matt Frank, who passed away suddenly this past weekend and joined by Barkley and Brandon, you two guys were teammates and I want to open up and give you both the floor to remember the life of Matt Frank and what he meant to y'all and your teammates in this program. Well, uh, I just want to start off saying just the best to the Frank family. I know they're going through a lot right now and we're the entire Kennesaw State family is with them and um, just it's just I know Matt as a person. He, he we should keep celebrating him and his life and everything he's put into it and just everything he's shown to us. He was the most electric person on the field. He always had so much energy, always ready to go, and just, just a, a great person to know, a great guy to be around. Uh, he, he'll, even, he may not have always showed it. You may have thought he was trying to fight you, but he, I promise you he was always trying to be your friend. He was just a great guy, and, and then I just want to. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Brandon hit the nail on the head. Uh, thoughts and prayers definitely with his family and his friends, uh, not to mention just all the OGs and the guys who were able to play with him. He, God, he was a dynamic guy. I told you guys before the podcast, he's somebody that you meet and you never forget because he ain't going to let you forget. Um, Brandon's right. He didn't always show uh, love in the most normal way. Uh, he was a very intense personality. He, we, We've talked about it. We talked about it last time on the podcast. You know, every, every good offense and defense has the guy that brings the attitude and God, did that guy have an attitude. Uh, he, he was going to jack somebody up and let them know if he thought they were doing something wrong. Um, but, God, it, it's so sad. It happened so suddenly. Um, it, it breaks my heart. It, it broke a lot of guys' heart and the multiple group messages we have. I mean, shoot, man, he, he was on our fantasy football um, teams. And it, it's, it, it's so hard to process. 26 years old, gone too soon. Uh, we will always remember Matt Frank, you know, and he, I, I'm at a loss for words a lot of times whenever people ask me about it. it. You have to go throughout the day and act like everything's normal, and then he gets brought up, and it just kind of shocks you again that he's gone. I mean, you guys brought it up, and, I mean, I, it, it, it's not that you forget. It just feels like he's still here, you know, Brandon? It's 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 still crazy just to think that he's gone and just – how, how big of an impact he had on all of us. Uh, I remember when he came in, he was uh, always frustrated, screaming at all of us, like trying to, uh, because he had to be a scout team guy. And then <laughs> just coach had him do a couple more reps, do a couple more couple more plays, just stuff to get his weight down. And then boom, he's over there with the start no. And it just, so it, he was just a great guy. And you just learned so much from him because no matter what, nothing really got him down. No matter what he would say or do, no matter no matter what the situation was, we could be down 20 points. We could be getting ready to go into a crazy hard day of practice. Frank's gonna say, some, Frank's gonna <laughs> say what's on his mind. Let it be heard. And then as soon as he's done doing that, he's gonna go. Out, he would always go out on the field and just give it his all, and just do his best. And that was just such an amazing thing to see, and such a great guy to know. And I, I'm not the only person that would say this. There's countless other guys out here, and countless other, o and all the other OGs and everybody that. I just wanted to join in saying, uh, Matt Frank, gone too soon, and we really miss you, buddy. Yeah, yeah, and and Nolan said, you know, we should probably hop into some stories about him. A little background about Matt Frank. He, like a lot of legends here at Kennesaw, got here in a very unorthodox way. Um, signed with Air Force, the Air Force Academy out of high school. Went there for, I think, a year yeah. and, and quit. Um, and it, 
he I've heard him tell Coach K this story before, and I just started rolling on the floor laughing how he ended up at Kennesaw. He didn't go back to college or anything right after. Um, he was at Disney World with his family. Uh, he said it was about 110 degrees. He had chub rub, and he was mad. <laughs> and he had to go um, to the cafeteria and sit down because that's the only place that had AC. And he said he was eating an ice cream cone. And he said, man, what am I doing with my life? Uh, and literally he said the week he got back from Disney World, he uh, applied went to Kennesaw and saw that they had open tryouts, went tried out, and the rest is history, man. He was. He was on the scout team for, like, what, two weeks? Yeah, dude. And then he started for us. It, I mean, wild, man. Talk about it. And, you know, we've had multiple guys like that, Nick Parada, P.J. Stone. I mean, absolute legends here at Kennesaw. It's funny how we, how many unorthodox guys we've had, but <laughs> Frank is definitely one that stood out. I've never seen anybody go from scout team to starting in three weeks. That was pretty crazy. Hmm. Um, and he was that good, just so everybody knows. He – Man, it. <laughs> uh, you, you, I got one. Yeah, uh, you bro. tell you tell the dessert story, man. That's that, <laughs> you tell it the best, and that was one of the best ones. So uh, every year during fall camp, like the boys are in right now, uh, all the offensive line and some of the other linemen, we'd all sit together in the back corner of the um, in the green room in the uh, football office. So uh, every night after uh, we have finished team dinner, we'd all sit there, and then they would uh, open up the dessert line. So we'd all just wait in line, everybody get one, and then we'd all get back, everybody sitting there eating. And then on the first day, we just noticed, it was like, hey, where's Frank? Oh, he's back in the dessert line. Okay. <laughs> and then we, know, we all start talking. We're all sitting there. We look around. Hey, where'd Frank go? And he's, <laughs> he's back in the dessert line. So uh, one day, we all just decided, was like, all right, uh, I think it was uh, me, our uh, buddy CJ, our buddy Mitchler, and a couple other guys. Uh, and we all decided, all right, we're all going to take bets. How many desserts is Matt Frank going to eat tonight? And then from that, on, from that night on, we all just kept <laughs> taking bets, wondering who's going to get it right. And then one day, he notices we're all talking about him as soon as he leaves the second time. So he gets up, goes over again, and comes right back and just looks at all of us and says, I know what you're doing. I was like, what, what are you talking about? You're all betting on how many desserts I'm going to get. But you know what? <laughs> I'm not going to go back today. I'm just going to sit right here. And you know what? You know what? I changed my mind. I am going to go. So that way you know that I'm doing it because I want to. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. y'all told me, especially here during camp, I mean, he always had something every day that he would tell oh y'all. Oh, my was God, that? every day. So we, we'd be walking up, you know, and, and I, I walked, me and Devin Pusley walked with the O-line a lot. We just got along with them a lot. You know, a lot of our friends played O-line, which is kind of ironic because we'd also get in fights with them at practice. <laughs> but uh, we're walking up, and Frank, would. it was always something. He was like, all right, guys, all right, guys. Talk about a guy that was scared to death of gorillas. <laughs> Never seen anything like it. I mean, he'd be, all right, all right. So you can either get trapped inside the perch, locked in for an hour, and you have to survive with a gorilla, or, I mean, you can do that, and you get unlimited stamina for the rest of camp, which, you know, would just be absolutely the best thing ever. That, or you just go start from the beginning of the camp, first day, and go through it again a second time without unlimited stamina. And you just give these crazy situations that it would just make, I don't know, it would make the day go by so much faster. And he'd, he'd run by the D-line, like, while we were doing our drills, he'd be like, all right, guys, unlimited stamina, the gorilla. Like, what you going to do? <laughs> and just be honest the whole time. He'd bring the trainers in. Remember, he'd bring uh, – golly. Um, he'd be asking everybody. But he, he definitely uh, – helped everyone get through camp uh, I, I can definitely say the unlimited stamina stories and uh every so it was every day it was something new something some twisted thing uh it was like um uh would you rather uh have unlimited stamina and you get through the rest of camp but to get it 
you have to go in a bare knuckle fist fight with Coach Chestnut. <laughs> oh yeah. Forty five minutes. Oh yeah. Let's <laughs> yeah. do it. And, and, and just like something, and then just like throughout practice, he'd be like, you know what? Find some box gloves. I think I can take him right now. <laughs> <laughs> man, he's he just a really great guy, man. It, it, oh, yeah, he, I mean, he was. He was. It, some of the stories he had were so just outlandish. Like, he, he was like, yeah, this is like, you know, stuff that happened to me. And he'd ask just these crazy off-the-wall questions. I mean, <laughs> it, it it's so crazy to think, you know, like, like me and Brandon were talking about earlier, that, that he's gone, 26 years old. Um He's definitely always going to be remembered by his teammates and the OGs. Um, and, and I think the guys, even some of the guys here got to play with him. Peyton, mm -hmm. Travis, Nana Fabu. I mean, they definitely got to know Matt Frank. And um, it's it's just it's heartbreaking. Absolutely well, heartbreaking. On behalf of everyone at Kennesaw State football and Kennesaw State, our thoughts and prayers are with the Frank family. We are so saddened to hear of this loss. And, I appreciate you two sharing these stories because when I first talked to you, all told me that I mean, you couldn't miss him. He had a big personality. He's a big part of this program. Sounds like he was quite the light on the team he brought in. And that's not all that com common amongst offensive linemen to be able to bring in <laughs> everyone on the roster together. So it sounds like Matt Frank certainly was a key piece in building Kennesaw State football again. Our thoughts and prayers with the Frank family. Today on Inside the Nest, we're joined by two of our own owls, Jake Lassiter, another offensive lineman. Lassiter is set to star for Kennesaw State in his third season on the offensive line, two-time Big South first-team all-conference honoree. We are also joined by Xavier Reddick, a transfer from Georgetown University who burst onto the scene last spring, is with the owls this year and has had a good camp thus far. The linebacker, Xavier Reddick. So it's Lassiter and Reddick coming up next here on Inside the Nest. And our first guest on Inside the Nest, Xavier Reddick, got it out that time. First day of camp here today. Yes, One sir. week later, you guys were in great morale last week, been around each other a lot more. How is it a week later now? It's amazing. Um, the team's getting closer. Camp has really, you know, brought something that we couldn't do last semester. And, you know, with COVID and everything, we've gotten closer every night. You know, it's long days. We're here from, you know, 7 a.m. to 9 o'clock p.m., you know. But it brings the best out of us, and it allows us to get closer as a team. And I can feel that we're a better team already than we were last semester. Good, good. Well, X, tell me a little bit. Um, what do you think that the D-line has improved on the most? You guys are the – most seasoned and the most deep uh, product on this team so far, and you know that's including quarterbacks, running backs, DBs. Y'all, y'all have the most guys with experience, and y'all have some depth, man. So tell me a little bit what you guys have improved on throughout this camp so far. Uh, our D line, and you know, just our front seven in general has improved. It's just you know, I, I feel like we're a more ferocious group, you know, right now. Uh, you know, last semester it was kind of tough. You know, a lot of guys were in our own way. We didn't get in shape the way we wanted to. And, you know, when you're tired, it brings cowards of us all. And I think the biggest thing, we, we fought hard all semester of getting stronger, you know, and we became better as a team. We got closer. We were able to bond through the team dinners and everything like that. So the biggest thing, we, you know, we just got stronger. We got faster. And, you know, that comes out and it shows on the field. Good deal. Good deal. Well, uh, who are you calling on? Who do you think is going to step up this year? Last year, y'all had some guys get after it, man. I mean, you know, Pimo had a big year. Travis had a good year as always. You know, y'all had Desmond that made a lot of plays. So who do you think is going to take that next step this year? And, and just really make a name for themselves and make some plays. 
I think really who's going to su- surprise a lot of people, uh, Joel Parker is a beast. I mean, he's a, a big ball of muscle. Um, also, let's not, you know, take out any other freshmen. We got some young freshmen that's doing really good, and, you know, everybody not going to get red-shirted. Mm-hmm. You know, we need everybody to win a championship. So I think a lot of the freshmen are stepping up really well. Good, good, good deal. Last question for me, man. Um, as the defense as a whole, what position group needed to get better during camp the most, and who did, and how did they go about it? Um, a, a, There was no specific position group. I think as a whole, we needed to get better after that Mamas game. We, it was a, a pure – it was terrible. Mm-hmm. Just to come, just yep. come out and say it was yep. terrible. Um, we got better as a whole defense. Uh, the biggest thing is, you know, we focused on our loafs. You know, we have to get to the ball to be a great defense. We, everybody has to get to the ball, and in order to do that, we have to be in shape. And we did that this summer. So as a whole, we got better as a complete defense. Good, good deal. Great answer, man. Okay, hey, hey, X. Let me uh, jump in right quick. So, um, coming off of last season, what's what's one thing you say you personally wanted to like, try to improve the most coming in this? Year? Um, with me being, you know, coming from Georgetown and coming back home to Kennesaw. Uh, we're playing Mike Backer, it's, you know, I have to focus more on, you know, the playbook. And I understood the playbook, but now that with the summertime and having more time, I feel more comfortable, so it's more natural. I, I, you know, explode, you know, with my tackles more because I'm not hesitant. So I, I feel great. Okay, and like you were saying, just uh, transferring in here and mm-hmm. just learning a whole new linebacker scheme, like what has that been like for you just coming um, into it? Co- coach, like I, I said this in a meeting a few days ago, Coach Harris is an amazing coach. Um, he took his time, and he's, he's more of a teacher than anything, not a rah-rah type guy. He, he, he taught me the c- complete defense and allowed me to ask questions and learn and learn as mo- much as I can. And with, with him doing that, it allowed me to, you know, understand the defense and understand not only my position but understand the DB core, the linebackers, and the D-line so I can understand the whole defense. That's great to hear. So uh, my last thing for you today is what, what, should, what should the Kennesaw State fans be looking for you? What are you going to put out there on the field this season? My all. You know, this is my last ride as a senior. You know, I'm back home. I love being here. I've been a fan of Kennesaw even when I was at Georgetown watching the playoff games. So they're going to get my all. Of course, I'm going to play the same way I did the Robert Morris game, excited, ready to play. They're going to get it every bit of me. So that's all. Good hey, deal. We're, we're excited to have you, ma'am. Yes, sir. Today tastes like movie night. Okay, whose turn is it to choose? And everyone's favorite hit, pizza and Coke. Today tastes like front row seats for all. Like cushions and popcorn. And counting the seconds. Today tastes like a slice of the action. Like we belong here and now. And it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola. Together tastes better. At Fifth Third Bank, we hold ourselves to a higher standard. Just look at our name, Fifth Third. Five-thirds equals 166.7%. So, according to the laws of mathematics, we are obligated to put 166.7% into everything we do. From our great customer service, to our security solutions, to providing you access to over 45,000 fee-free ATMs nationwide. This is banking a Fifth Third better. Learn more at 53.com. Fifth Third Bank, member FDIC. And our second guest here on Inside the Nest, my Kansas guy, Jake Lasseter. <laughs> After, once again, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked X. A week later, now into camp, how's the morale for you guys right now? I try to bring high energy every day, so um, my morale's pretty good. Obviously, you guys saw today, got a little, got a little heated, so everybody's a little bit tired. The camp, the camp days are starting to stack up, so everybody's getting tired. Some people are getting tired of each other or hitting each other. So obviously there's a couple skirmishes today, but you know, um, we're still very high. You know, um, just looking forward to another practice tomorrow. 
Yeah, yeah, something that I was talking to Coach Khan about. That's not a bad thing, man. No. It's it's shocking no. that it just happened. That's y'all's first, like, skirmish of practice, right? Correct. Um, And, and you know, that that's – usually it's like, what, third, fourth day, son? I mean, Dude. you know, tying yeah, it. No, usually usually throwing hands pretty early. I mean, shoot, <laughs> and, and, and I know this is something that, you know, you, you usually don't hear people talk about, but anybody who watches uh, – what's the NFL series? Uh, uh, hard Knocks. Yeah, hard anybody knocks. who watches Hard Knocks, I mean, that, that's something that happens. And, yep. and it's not a bad thing. You got – we're talking about grown men beating each other up for a living, you know what I mean? Right. So definitely not a bad thing. Good to see you guys have that intensity. <laughs> um, besides that, though, speak to what kind of the intensity has been like throughout the rest of camp. I heard Coach Bohannon say today that this was a practice, one of the first practices he felt like that you guys actually came out and wanted to practice. Mm-hmm. So uh, what, what's been going on the rest of camp before this? I would say rest of camp, people just got to get used to know how to practice the Kennesaw State football way. Mm-hmm. Um there's a lot of guys. We have some newer guys. Some guys just have to learn. And sometimes there is a little bit of a development process for, for a lot of younger guys and some guys, you know, we got guys dinged up here and there. Um, but obviously that, that's just that's just camp. Yeah, yeah. So um, obviously as more people come back and we get healthier, um, camp's going to intensify because we're going to have, you know, good on good and we get to hit each other. So um, it, was, it was good to see we got people coming out with some energy. So hopefully we can build on that and have a have a better day tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you know, the, pretty much the whole O line's back, which is awesome because you guys had a really stellar season last year up until Monmouth. Correct. Um, and you guys are really seasoned. What? It's true. Um, <laughs> and, and so, what do you think that the O line has done to take steps of to improve on last year? I mean, you got you y'all have uh, Zion who is all conference. Y'all have a bunch of decorated guys. Yeah. Um, so how, how do you think you guys improved as a as a unit? So the the biggest thing that we attacked in the off season was we got to get bigger and stronger, because I mean obviously it showed up it showed up late in the season that we were not we were not big enough and strong enough to compete. I've I've gained 15 pounds. Yeah, in the man, you look you looking good, dude. Yeah, you're looking I mean, like an offensive lineman. Yeah, again. I got to look like a real <laughs> offensive lineman, not a tight end. But yeah, we definitely needed to get stronger and just just get mentally tougher. Um, we just got to fight fight more. And this is this is this is happening during camp. This is happening. Off season to continue day by day, just get mentally tougher, um, just people staying in the fight. Um, but obviously, being bigger and stronger is gonna, definitely going to help us out in the long run. Um, I mean, towards the end of the season, you know, I'm always, you know, trying to trying to hold the weight. Yeah, yeah, um, no, it's so tough. definitely gaining fit, like 15 plus pounds was really good for me. So I feel like. Um, I'm going to be more better suited for this season. Good, good deal. That's that's great to hear, Jake. That's great to hear. Um, also, just with the offensive unit as a whole, you know, obviously Murph's new because Tommy was the starter last year, and Murph, you know, they, they definitely rotated him in. Right. Uh, y'all have Caleb O'Neill back and y'all's eight backs. Y'all have a lot of guys back. Y'all are missing Shaq Terry and some other guys. But what position group do you think took the biggest step during this camp so far on improvement, and how do you think they did that? Um, well, I don't get to see much what's going on. We're pretty, we're pretty singular focused <laughs> yeah, on, yeah. on offensive line stuff. But um, I really like the two backs. Um, cool. Kyle Glover, I think he's just love he's, a, he's a dog. Um, I love Block for that guy because he, <laughs> he, he he's, a, he's a fighter. So, I, I mean, he's, he's a good leader and a great example of, like, how, how to be a Kennesaw State football player. Um, so, like, when I look back and I see him out there, I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's ride. Sweet. Um, but obviously, I think everybody everybody's been taking strides. Um, you know, we got so we got some really fast three and fours. Um, our wide receivers are great. I mean, obviously, we got guys coming back. Yeah. We got more experience. Obviously, they've gotten better in the in the weight room. They've gotten bigger. Um, you know, and obviously up front, we needed to take the biggest leap. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We need to take the biggest leap. We need to 
grow me more mentally tough. Um, obviously, what I told you earlier, you need to get stronger, more physical, and that's only gonna that's only gonna get better as as camp camp evolves. Good, good deal. So, man, from a fellow offensive lineman oh, to yeah. another man man of the OL room, uh, just coming back. Let's bring it back to the hogs and the boys, you know. Okay. So, uh, throughout camp so far. <laughs> Yeah, we've been getting everything rolling back in the pads, you know, everything. Yep. What's been your favorite drill with our boy, Coach Chestnut? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, man, there's a lot of favorites, you know. <laughs> I mean, you got the classics, uh, you know, fit, sleds, and zigzags, you know. Those, Core four, th baby. Those, those, are the, those, are the, those are the classic, you know. It's, it's good to get over on that sled because that's what we need right now. <laughs> a sled just to learn how to just explode off the ball and run off the ball. So I, I'm going to go with the sled. This camp, because that's been the been a been, been a main focus, is you know we gotta we gotta come off the ball. Definitely, go, and we gotta sprint off the ball. We gotta have hat speed. Um, so I've been a big fan of the sled so far. Okay, okay. Going off that, just I, I know personally, Coach yep. Chestnut will always let you know the team will only go as far as we do as yes. the offensive line. Exactly. So what what have you personally done in this offseason besides putting on that 15 lbs yep. to help get yourself more explosive, more ready for this upcoming season, man? I'm just trying to develop myself as a leader. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to even more be more vo vocal uh, with the guys, pulling the guys along. Trying, just trying my best to be the best example I could be for these guys, and show you what actually what it looks like to practice here. Because you know, as as well as you know, <laughs> pra practice here is, is is no joke, and especially some of these young guys just need to learn and see see somebody do it. It's it's different for them when they come yeah. in. Just having someone, just being able to go out there and just see. Okay, if he can do it. All I do yeah. is follow him. Correct. Just, and, and that leadership will help will take these take these guys so much farther than you'll ever know. Because, like, when we first started, yeah. we didn't really have that. We didn't no, have that exactly. <laughs> when, I, when I transferred in, like, I didn't really – because, like, all the OGs were leaving. I transferred in, and I didn't really – I didn't know who to look, look to. <laughs> so I'm like – so I'm figuring out the stuff – as I go, you know, I'm just like, oh, so, oh, so that's what that means. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm in a new system and I'm learning how to practice, and you know, it is a bit of a, a little bit of a little shock to you when you're oh. like, oh, this is how y'all practice. The, the culture shock always it always hits everybody. <laughs> yeah, right? and some some people harder than others. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. That's definitely the truth. I mean, golly, how many times have you gotten guys like X or somebody transfer in? They look at you and they go. You guys are psychos. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's like you said, being a Kennesaw State football player definitely is a brand to it, and it's not built for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, definitely glad to have you, though, man. I'm glad oh, that you transferred it. in. You've been a monster. Yeah, Just so everybody it. knows, Jake Laster is an All-American people. Hey. Do not forget that. Do not forget. <laughs> hey, what's, what's the most fun thing you're looking forward to this season? I'm just looking forward to the schedule we have and looking forward to our team coming together because this, this has been, you know, obviously 2020 that – you know, the spring season, or 21 spring season just wasn't, you know, nobody was having fun. You know, and, like, even being in camp, you like, I realized, like, oh, my gosh, we needed this. Yeah, Like, definitely. just having all the guys together, I mean, it's, you know, I'm a people person. So, like, <laughs> so it is, you, you forget how big of an impact that team unit is. Definitely. Like when you when it's come playing football, just being able to sit there together and just yeah, communicate and face just, to face, yeah, and just love on each other. Yeah, I was gonna say and just become closer, you know, talk. I mean, and you know what's crazy, Jake? You're not. We've heard that from so many people mm -hmm. on and off the podcast. That, that's a, that's a key thing that everybody's hit on. Coach Bohannon's hit on it multiple times. When we interviewed him last week, that was one of his big points. Yep. And it's weird because you could see that missing last year, right. and. 
Yeah, some teams are fine doing that, you know, because I feel like they don't have that same family aspect that we have here at Kennesaw. Correct. But uh, that, that's definitely a reason why we are so good and good at what we do. So mm-hmm. I'm glad to see that coming back, man. I mean, even the first day of camp, which is usually a little miserable, everybody was smiling in a good mood, flying yep. around. Today, same thing, intense practice. Everybody's still smiling, man. It, it It's great to have that back a little bit. Yep. Got anything else? Good to go. All right, man. We appreciate you coming appreciate on. You, you know guys. what? I, yeah. I feel like you have a future in, in analyst work somehow. Yeah, you put man. the headset on. And, and, and yeah, come on. Let me know when you guys need me. I'm <laughs> here. Absolutely. I'm here. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you for coming on the podcast, man. All right. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, buddy. Wellstar delivers people care right here in Georgia. That means it's easy to get expert care with hundreds of locations, virtual visits, and same-day appointments close to home. Count on Wellstar to help you live your healthiest life. Visit wellstar.org. If you're enjoying this episode of Inside the Nest, be sure to rate, like, and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. Let's get back to it with the head coach of the Owls, Brian Bohannon, on Inside the Nest. Another good episode of Inside the Nest with Jordan Griffith, Barkley Miller, and Bryn Sutton getting you set for Kennesaw State's 2021 fall season. The opener Thursday, September 2nd against Reinhardt University. Season tickets, mini plans, and single game tickets are available at ksuowls.com slash tickets. So guys, stand here wrapping up the end of the camp session before school starts. And then we turn in when school starts. How does that change for these Owls? Well, first things first, now you're looking forward to getting back to seeing more people every day which is always great because you get to be social and you're not just stuck in your hotel room or stuck in the football office. You can just be out and interact with uh, everyday people, which will be, which is really great because it relaxes you, lowers some of the tension from the body, which helps you get stay loose for uh, practice and stuff like that. But at the exact same time, you have to remember we're doing all this, going to class and still having to come to practice at around 3 o'clock every day. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, if the coaches had it their way, it would be like camp all season. Don't get me wrong, they tone it back some, but – you know, just with the unlimited access to the guys, um, can have film whenever, can call them in whenever. You know, it's it's on their time now. But whenever school starts, it changes everything. You know, everybody's got class. You have different schedules you have to work around. That's why you have guys that lift at 5.45 in the morning. You have some guys that lift right before practice. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that happens after camp is you kind of get a more solidified idea of what everyone's role is going to be heading into the season which is huge. Um, you, you realize who the travel squad guys are. They split them up from the scout team guys. You get a real look on scout team. Um, and you start running your opponent's plays, something that they're not doing right now. Right now they're running our base defense and y'all are running y'all's base offense. Yep. Um, and that's something that, you know, is, is different and gives you a better look to prepare for our first game. Um, so, go so, ahead. Yeah, just like uh, Barkley was saying, just being able to now just – Instead of looking at a blank space in front of you, just saying, okay, I'm just practicing this play, this scheme. Now you get to actually put a name, a person, a number. So now you're now they have to get at, actually get to start preparing uh, for this first game. And then uh, just, just having that ability, saying, okay, now I get to watch this film, see uh, what are these guys' tendencies? What are they going to do on this play? Uh, if we check this, uh, what, what are they going to do? Just being able to do that helps solidify things in your mind, help you get prepared for the game plan, and just be prepared for the moment because that's what it usually comes down to in games. One, two, three good, great moments. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, just going through your script and making sure you execute every play according to plan and for the defense adjusting to what the offense is bringing out against you. Um, another big thing that happens whenever you go into the school time, um, 
camp, quote unquote, because it still is kind of camp. Uh, you don't have as big of jumps from day to day. Um, it's something that it, it, there are more things to shake out. But like Brandon talked about in the last episode, you get these big jumps in camp from day to day and these huge steps that you take. And that's because you get so many hours of film. You have two practices sometimes to work on something. Um, and you can just really key in because your whole day is focused on football. Um, you lose that a lot. And the guys have to focus in more whenever it's school because they have class, um, film, lifting, and football. I mean, that's a lot on your plate. It's a lot to juggle. And we found out last week from you, some people have to take, like, swimming and <laughs> I mean, basketball yes. and yeah, Harvard-level classes. Do you know, do you know classes? how hard oh, that is? <laughs> the weight. I, I will say this. So it's hard to keep your weight on whenever you're doing that, man. I, I didn't realize that. I took all these classes because I was like, oh, yeah, these will be fun. Man, my, my tennis – guy coach I guess you would call him tried to make us run like six laps before tennis class and I was like dude there's no way I, I have practice later I'd practice yesterday it was full pace tough Tuesday what do you think this is and, and he was like no you're in class you're gonna have to do it. I had to get coach Klein to write a letter to him saying look man like he, he's not gonna run six laps before practice he, this dude's gotta stay at 265 he, he doesn't need to be that lean 225 tennis player you want <laughs> Uh, oh man! But it is good time, good time, and a lot of guys have tough class. Like I remember, a guy Nick Eldridge, he had like crazy trigonometry bio class, yeah, biochem. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh! Trying to go out there and practice with all that on your mind, I couldn't imagine. Well, classes start for Jordan Griffith next week here at Kennesaw State. Do they? <laughs> well, I was going to ask. Are you? Gosh, are, I haven't found out yet. Are, are, are you? Are you? Are you officially a senior? Oh, yeah, I've been, I've been a senior okay, this, okay, okay. this calendar year. I thought so you January. had to pass your history class. Well, I'm just going to take the class, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just taking the class. Just taking I'm it. like, I, because I, I tried to restudy for a whole new test, and I'm like, this is just, it's too much, and I, I'm up <laughs> I'm up against it right now with class starting here soon. I'm like, I'm just I'm just going to take the class. But <laughs> yes, I am, I am a senior, though. Good, good, good. So we just don't know if it's your last semester. No, it's not. it better oh, be. Oh, it better be his last semester too. Okay. If it's, okay. If it's not, then I, I got a problem with my advisor. <laughs> I mean, I think we've used up all the shirts on you. We got the the red shirt, the blue shirt, and the gray shirt all at some point. So yeah, you know, it's 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 time to wrap it up. Like I said last week, I, I took the scenic route. It's it's time to wrap this thing up. Well, guys, uh, looking forward to our September 2nd season opener against Reinhardt University. That game will be aired on ESPN Plus and on the KSU Owl Network. The easiest way to listen in this year to our KSU games on our radio broadcast is on the new KSU Owls app. We will have the link right there. You can still go through TuneIn like how you did in the spring, or you can listen right on the app. If you haven't already, go to the App Store, search KSU Owls, or go to ksuowls.com slash app. Really easy. It'll populate a screen, type in your phone number, send you the link, over and done with the new KSU Owls app. It is fantastic, and you are going to want to have it for home games and away games, not just football, any other sport this year. Well, guys, another fun episode of Inside the Nest. Thanks for joining us. Look forward to having you all back here at the Perch next week. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me.